Hey, hey, honeybee. Welcome to Honestly Same, the podcast where we are on a mission to empower, embolden, and embark on a journey of self-discovery intended to remind ourselves that even in our strangest and scariest moments, we are never in this alone. My name's Chelsea, and I can honestly say that I am not an expert in anything. But what I may lack in credentials and expertise, I make up for in enthusiasm and a passion for using my experiences as a way to inspire you to lean into the amazing person you are. So buckle up, honeybee, and let's freaking go. Holy buckets. Hello. Welcome back. I'm so freaking pumped you're here today. Um, because today's topic is something I am absolutely incredibly passionate about. I am on cloud freaking nine right now because I just finished my workout. It was amazing. And I'm just thought I better pop on and record this episode right now while I am riding this insane high. So here we are. Today's topic, like I said, is something I am so incredibly passionate about. And it is something I do a lot. And that is comparison thinking. And number one, this was actually suggested to me by someone who listens to this podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you to that person that suggested this as a topic. Topic. Whoa. This is something I have been wanting to talk about anyway, but then the person came and she said that and I was like, okay, I'm going to freaking run with it. And because it, comparison thinking is something that has plagued me forever and ever and ever, I figured... It probably is something that a lot of us go through and a lot of us deal with. So I'm excited to kind of dive into this topic and talk about what I think about comparison thinking and the ways in which I think we can work through it and the different ways that we go through comparisons in our life. So for purposes of this episode today, we are going to talk about comparison as a way that our minds trick us into thinking that we aren't enough or that we aren't doing enough. And like I said, This is something I do all the freaking time. And in the society that we live in today, I'm assuming you're in America with me, but if you're not, I feel like this is probably a worldwide topic, but specifically where I am, comparison thinking is something that we all do because we are all trying to be the best, right? Like America and capitalism in particular was built on this idea of competition and that if you work really hard, You can beat out the person below you and get to a better spot. So we compare ourselves, we compare our work, we compare X, Y, Z, because it's the way that we are trained to go through life, okay? But it becomes so detrimental and so degrading on our self-esteem if we take these comparisons and then we begin to apply them in negative ways to ourselves. And in the ways that I do this the most specifically are thinking that I could maybe look a certain way. I could look like so-and-so. I'm specifically thinking about someone that is in my circle that I look at all the time and I'm like, God, I wish I could be as beautiful as her. I wish I could look like that. I wish my body looks like that. Or I wish I made as much money as that person, wishing that I could have what she has. I wish... I have, you know, whatever it is, we're just like spending our time comparing what we don't have or what we perceive that we don't have and wishing that we could have it. And we use specific people as examples of the ways that we are falling short. 
And I have actually had to block people on Instagram simply because I was comparing myself so freaking hard to what it was that they were doing or what it was that I thought I wanted based on their life. And it became so bad that blocking them or muting them or whatever it was unfollowing was the only way that I could kind of put my blinders on and keep moving forward. Because otherwise, I was constantly watching these people wishing that I could be like them. And then I was turning it around and making it seem like I was bad or that I was falling short because I wasn't like this person, right? And that is something that we do all the freaking time. And it's obnoxious because we are then tuning ourselves out and shutting ourselves down to the ways that make us incredible and the ways that make us unique and amazing because you are not designed to be like another person. You are designed to be the person that you are, okay? And I digress. I have five pages worth of notes here today and I'm going to freaking stick to them. So I'm just going to keep chugging along and we're going to kind of talk about the two major ways that I think that we compare ourselves to others. And I say that two major ways because I think that the way that we deal with them and the way that we think about them has to be a little bit different for each one. So the two ways that I'm going to argue that we compare ourselves to others, and this is completely based off my opinion, so just take this all knowing that information. But the two ways is number one, I am not like her or I want what she has. Number two, I am not where she is in life or where I should be compared to her. And those are different things. Okay, so let's dive into the first one here. I am not like her or I want what she has. This could be anything from I wish that I could have a similar personality as her. I wish that I could be as excited as her or that I was as calm as her or that I wish that I could be like that personality wise. And what you're doing there is you're saying that whatever your personality is like is bad compared to hers. Okay. Or maybe it's, I wish my body looked like hers. I wish I was as small as her. I wish I had the perfect hourglass figure like she does. Or maybe, and this one is maybe even the worst of them all because the other ones we can kind of get past, right? Like the other ones, our personality and our body type are really not always things that we can control, but we we maybe want them based on another person. But this last one is I wish I could be as happy as she is. That one freaking kills me. That one kills me. That is one of the biggest things because all of those other things are kind of trivial and they're things that are beyond my control. But when I look at someone who I perceive to be happier than me, I start to get more sad because I am perceiving that she is doing better than me mentally, happiness-wise, in her life, whatever it is. So maybe those are things that you do too. And our minds produce these comparisons and then we turn them into wishes that we then use to convince ourselves that we are less than, right? Like if you're looking at somebody and you're wishing for what they have, you are subconsciously telling yourself that whatever it is that you have is less than that person. I'm not as excited as she is. It means that I'm less fun to be around. If I'm not a size four, blonde, blue-eyed beauty, it means I'm not as beautiful as her. If I have problems, it means that I am not as happy as she is. 
right? These are all ways that I personally have convinced myself that I am less than compared to other people. So you can use this to apply to yourself in whatever it is. But I'm here to tell you that your brain is doing this really nasty thing by trying to convince you that whatever it is that you see as a shortcoming is less than when I don't think that's the case at all. Because oftentimes we're comparing ourselves to the highlight reel of someone else, right? Like I think specifically, I use Instagram a lot. I am an online health and fitness coach slash podcaster now. I use Instagram for basically everything. And I watch a lot of stories and I see a lot of content. But what I'm seeing there and what you're seeing there is the highlight reel that that person wants us to see. Oftentimes, they're not showing us the nitty-gritty background stuff that's probably kind of shitty. I'm usually pretty transparent, but even I am not, like, always on showing you all 50 breakdowns I've had in a day, okay? Like, what you're seeing is probably just the golden stuff that they want you to see because it's scary to be vulnerable online. So what you're comparing yourself to is not even the real person that you're seeing, right? And second, you're making an entirely unjust comparison based on that highlight reel. Even if by all accounts, you are living very similar lives with similar circumstances, you are not the same as that person. That's like trying to compare the sun and the moon, right? They're not the same. They're not the same at all. And by trying to compare your circumstances to somebody who may or may not have similar circumstances, you are discrediting the fact that you are a unique individual. You are entirely unique and you are selling yourself so short by labeling yourself as less than. Because I'm here to tell you that worth and beauty and happiness are not finite resources only reserved for the elite few. It's not like beauty or happiness is an oil well in the middle of the desert that's going to one day dry up and only the ones that already have it get to keep it. They are not finite resources. You can have them as well as someone else. You are allowed to be beautiful just as the person next to you is allowed to be beautiful. And with all of that in mind, even for every shortcoming you perceive that you have in every way that you see yourself as less than someone else is admiring you for those things. Every time you compare yourself to that other woman, I'm assuming this is a woman listening, but maybe it's man or maybe you are comparing yourself to man. I don't know your life, but in every time that you do that, somebody else is doing it with you. Someone else is looking at you and saying, wow, I wish I could be like that. And you are not even noticing that when you're constantly comparing yourself to another person. You're not even noticing the ways that you shine bright. So what you need to do is take a beat when you find yourself comparing yourself to another person. Take a beat. Clap for all the ways that they shine bright. And then find all those different ways that you shine bright as well. And clap for your damn self because you are amazing. And wishing for the life that someone else has is only going to make you more unhappy with the life that you have. Because I'm here to tell you, you have an incredible uniqueness about you and you're selling yourself so damn short 
by trying to be someone else and wishing for the things that that person has, okay? So that's number one. Number two, the other way that we compare ourselves, and I am so guilty of this, it's ridiculous. Number two, I'm not where she is or where I should be. And I'm going to talk specifically like stages of life. So I'm 26 years old. I'm about to be 27. And I am constantly comparing myself to the women who are my age and or the women that are younger than me based on different stages of life. Because I am now in my... I would argue mid-late 20s. I'm, gonna, I'm about to go into my late 20s. And yes, I'm married. I have a house. But I'm constantly worried about like, am I getting to be too old to have my first baby? I don't have any kids yet. I want them. I don't know that I'm ready for them. But sometimes I convince myself that I'm like, hey, you're about to be 27. You're getting freaking old. Start having a baby. Like, excuse me, do you see all the girls who graduated two years after you that have three kids? Where, what's that about? Like, what are you doing? And I convince myself that I'm not where I should be compared to the other women in my age bracket. And then it makes me feel like I'm falling behind or failing. And we do that a lot. Like, this is not just a me thing. I talk about this with my friends, like, constantly. I see that happening on social media all the time. There's been XYZ articles written about this topic, right? Because we have it in our heads somehow that there is a definite timeline that society wants us to fall into and there's a definite timeline that we should adhere to if we want to be perceived as successful. And a lot of times they are things that we want out of life or maybe society or family wants us to have, right? Like specifically with me having a baby, I really want that for myself. I want that for my family. I want that for me and my husband. I don't know that I'm ready for that right now, but every time I go to a family gathering and I love my grandma to death, she's the sweetest lady in the world. But every time I go to Christmas, she's like, (laughs) your cousin is second is, well, is pregnant with her second baby and you don't even have one. And then I start doubting myself. And then I let that get into my head and convince me that I'm not where I should be. When by all accounts, 27 years old is still young. I'm convincing myself that I'm old. I'm 27. I'm not even 27. I'm going to be 27. What the hell? I don't need to adhere to these, you know, predetermined timelines that are entirely based on something made in past times. Because things change, right? I still have so many things that I want to do before I bring a child into this world. And that doesn't make me selfish. It actually probably means that we're a little bit selfless because we wouldn't want to bring a child into a world that we weren't prepared for, right? So I digress. But kind of back to this comparison thing, what we do when we say we're not where we should be or we're not where she is, we're looking at someone else and letting ourselves believe that we should have already achieved it. As if we are somehow running out of time. As if this timeline that somebody else has made for themselves is the timeline that we should have stuck to. And because we're not following it that exact way, because how could we really? We are less fulfilled. We aren't where we should be. We aren't following the rules, right? Like who the hell made these rules? I don't have to have a kid by the time I'm 30. Why? Why? I could. I could, but why would I if I wasn't ready? Because somebody else told me I should? Or I'm looking at someone else and I'm thinking, God, she's farther along than me even though she's two years younger? 
Why does that matter? Why does that matter? I don't understand. We do this to ourselves all the time. So before you get sucked into that thinking, I need you to stop and do two things. Number one is going to be to ask yourself if that is something that you want for your life or that's something else or something that someone else wants for you. Because a lot of times we want these things because we think we should want them. And that's not a great reason to do something because just because you think you should want something doesn't mean you actually do. You have to focus on what you want for yourself and you can't let the expectations of other convince you that you aren't doing enough or that you're not following the rules and you're not where you should be. You have to focus on what you want because when it comes down to it, you are the only one that is going to have to live the life that you create for yourself. So don't create it based on what you think somebody else wants for your life. And I'm thinking back to my grandma. I love you, grandma. But damn, I have time. I have plenty of time. It's not, I'm not running out of time. It's fine. And number two, I want you to look around at your life right now and ask yourself if you would be equipped to handle that step in this moment. And I'm going to use the baby example. I have convinced myself that it's getting to be too late for me to start having my first kid. But when I take a beat, stop, look around at my life right now as it is, we are not prepared, equipped, or ready for that step in our life. Just because I maybe want it because somebody somewhere along the way said that I'm getting to be too old doesn't mean that I'm actually equipped to handle that step. And likely the answer for you is no as well. Maybe there's other things that you want to do first. Maybe you're not in the right location. And maybe you're simply not ready. That is okay. Your goals are not subject to an immovable timeline. The timeline that you created when you were playing MASH when you were 12 years old is probably a hell of a lot different than the timeline that you have now. And that is okay. We're allowed to change our minds over time. We're allowed to adjust the freaking timeline. And we're allowed to look around and say, I would like to be in a better place to handle that next step than I am right now. And that's 100% okay. So don't you dare compare your chapter four to somebody else's chapter 10. You'll get there. You're just still writing your story. And there's nothing wrong with that. So to recap on everything I talked about before I get off into a whole other rant, <laughs> there's two types of comparison thinking that I'm arguing we do most often. Number one is I'm not like her and I don't, or I don't have what she has and I want that. And number two, I'm not where she is or where I think I should be. If the first is your Achilles heel, take two seconds to recognize those things that you wish from that other person and then take another couple seconds to recognize the things that make you amazing. And remember the things that you're admiring about someone else are not finite resources. Just because she has them doesn't mean that you don't. Maybe you have them in a different way. That's 100% okay. If the second 
is where you struggle the most. Remind yourself that you do have time. Time is not a finite resource. Okay? You'll get to your chapter 10 eventually. You're just on chapter four right now, and that's okay. I'm going to leave you with this quote because I found this on Pinterest the other day, and I freaking loved it. It said, there's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They both shine when it's their time. And honeybee, I cannot freaking wait to see you out there shining when it's your time. Until then, we'll see you here next time, and I can't freaking wait. Thank you so much for listening along with today's episode. It brings me so much joy to have you here and to get to share the topics that I'm most passionate about. If you are really vibing with today's episode or you're in love with the crazyville that is this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would share it to your social media and tag me so I could personally thank you for being along for the ride. Remember, honeybee, I'm here for you and I can't wait to see you here next time.